fullback belly. Three tight ends, including Habner. Kuhn is the fullback with the first and goal. Kuhn gets the ball. Pile What is up, Wolfpack? It is the Wolf of Roto Street of RotoStreetJournal.com, where we breed and feed fantasy wolves. And I'm here with your Week 9 Fantasy Football Rankings Rundown. Yes, folks, that means we are more than halfway done with the fantasy football season, which is insane. I cannot believe it has already come and gone a half of the season, but that means it's even more imperative to get your rankings right, get your lineups perfect, get your sit-starts answered, all that great stuff. That's why I'm here. So get your questions in now. Come with, join me as I do these live rankings. Of course, if you're tuned into the podcast, Fantasy Fullback Dive, FFBD Pod, where we pave your path to 2019 titles. We appreciate you listening, but would love to have you also join us live on Facebook right around 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time uh, to get all your questions in. What's up, Jordan? Some top fans tuned in already. Thank you guys for showing up. Sorry to be a little late today. I had a long day at work just getting home late, but I see Jordan. I see Austin. see all the boys, so I'm ready to do this. Let's dig in, guys. Any sit starts, trades, strength of schedule, anything you need to know, let me know now, and I would love to answer it for you while I go through these Week 9 rankings. Time to get that Debbie, baby. And any likes, shares, comments, all that great stuff, always appreciated from the Wolfpack. So thank you, folks. Let's start out with quarterbacks, as we do every single week. At the top, it's really a no-brainer. That's Russell Wilson versus Tampa Bay. The one thing I like about Tampa Bay, too, is they can go back and forth. Jameis you know, sucks. He's going to probably turn the ball over three to five times, giving Russell Wilson great field position to then go and score. But ultimately, they can also put up their own points. Russell Wilson's at his least effective when the team is dominating and then they just end up pounding out the rock like we saw in Atlanta this week. can happen any given moment. But I do think Jameis Winston and the Bucks can keep it competitive, can keep it close. I like having Russell Wilson at number one overall. Jacksonville, not nearly the threat they used to be. So Deshaun Watson, who's absolutely balling out right now, uh, not really a, a tough bet there at number two. I want to show you guys quickly that week nine. <laughs> Thanks, Diego. I know it's tough, tough Sunday. I appreciate your thoughts and prayers, your concerns for me. Um, uh, but let's show you the Week 9 matchup calendar real quick. So Jacksonville right in the middle of the pack. Lamar Jackson, usually a top option, getting that vaunted, uh, very tough matchup of the uh, New England defense here, giving up the fewest points to quarterbacks. We'll see where he ends up sliding in. Mahomes should be back this week. Minnesota, different, uh, you know, right in the middle of the pack as well. But as we see, Tampa Bay giving up the eighth most points. In terms of the juiciest matchups, you got Stafford at Oakland. That's going to end up you know, sliding real high into our rankings. I love Stafford season long with that defense giving up multiple starters. Darius Lay still banged up. Gotta love Stafford. Minshew gets a nice matchup here. Jimmy G facing Arizona, giving up the most points to quarterbacks. Nice Thursday night matchup. Low volume attack, though. Darnold, streamable against Miami. Definitely Derek Carr. So a lot of lower names here have those juicy right matchups. Uh, so we'll get into where they all slide in. Some of the bigger names and tougher spots this week. Uh, so we'll, we'll go into all that right now. 
live. I'm going to get Matthew Stafford up all the way to number two. Am I insane? Maybe. But the guy, again, fresh off over 300 yards, three touchdowns, and all because that defense is absolutely sucking. They have to keep the air out of the ruck. And that that means uh, against Oakland, I can imagine they'll keep pace. They're going to be firing themselves. So that's going to give a nice shootout scenario for Matthew Stafford this week. Him, Golly, Marvin Jones, all ready to ball out. Oakland giving up, as we just saw, the six most points, two signal callers. So check that out. Austin asking, OBJ Crowder for Keenan Allen and Latavius Murray between you and Fella. I would probably hang tight on the OBJ crowd. I don't know. I don't love anybody really involved in that trade in terms of a season-long outlook. So if I was going to move OBJ, I'd want something different. Keenan Allen's just not doing it for me. I know he's apologizing to fantasy owners. That would be a decent buy low. I also think OBJ can turn it around too. And I like Crowder. I know last week, disappointing. But I still think he could be a target hog down the stretch run here between Fella and, and you. So yeah, your arch rival. Let's get him on the broadcast here. Where the hell is Fella? Diego, I have Watson and Stafford. What do I do now? Oh, shit. That is tough, Diego. They're going to be two and three. As you see, I personally lean Stafford, but how could you really bench Watson? So I totally understand if you're going to stick with that guy. He's been an absolute legend. Now, Aaron Rodgers, I know, fresh off two back-to-back monstrous days, 27. Last week, over 45 the week before. So should he be your number four? Probably. But you got to feel great about Dak going against New York, uh, coming back off the bye, one of his easiest matchups for the rest of the season. Where is Dak on this list? Is Dak, what the fuck? Like, oh, seven there, okay. Ninth most points. So, you know, Giants, very, very generous. Two quarterbacks. I like Dak this week. Monday night football primetime, especially with Daniel Jones showing some more prowess here, showing he can get it done. I like him. I don't like Lamar Jackson. I'm going to bump him down. I really think the Patriots could figure this guy out. It doesn't mean he can't run for 100 yards on us, but as a passer, I really think Belichick's going to figure out how to stop this guy, uh, and he's going to make him look foolish this week. So I'm not a big fan of Lamar Jackson. I'm going to bump him down a bit. I wouldn't necessarily start Gardner Minshew. I mean, let's be realistic here over him. But Josh Allen against Washington, Brady in a nice spot against Baltimore, fired up Sunday night football. I like that for sure. Uh, Kirk Cousins against Kansas City as well, especially if Mahomes plays Good spot for him to have to keep pace. Good spot for another, you know, 300 multi-score day. I like Cousins, but last week you did see his floor. He completed 85% of his throws, or 88, 88 and a half to be specific, most of his career, and still only had, you know, 10 fantasy points because they're just so run-heavy, clock control, all that good stuff. What is up, Duckworth? Thanks for tuning in, my dude. Roto Street Goat, is Danny Omendola worth a weekly flex start? You see here, I have Stafford at number two, Corey. That means I should be okay with Matthew Stafford and Danny Amendola hooking up a bit. They give out a ton of points uh, to wide receivers. So yeah, I love Stafford this week. I like his weapons. We'll see exactly where Amendola starts. I'd want to know who your other options are. But yeah, you could definitely roll him. Shit, shower, shave, P9. <laughs> what? I have no idea. Oh yeah, yeah, the S, the triple S, baby. I love it. Um, all right, in terms of other startables, I do like Jameis. I think Seattle, they can get burned. They're not a great secondary back there. We just saw Matt Schaub throw 460 against these guys. So give me Jameis above Kirk Cousins. I love the Gardner. As I said, I like this uh, shootout-style game brewing there. Minshew fresh off a 3-TD day. I'd even rather have Derek Carr, though, uh, fresh off another 3-TD day there. Detroit has been abysmal since losing Quandre Diggs, since losing Darius Slay to injury. 
I feel great about Derek Carr as a streamer this week. I'll cut this list off there because uh, I'm not putting Danny Dimes in there. I know he's off a of four TD day and looked damn sexy doing it, but before that, he hadn't had a top 15, you know, over fantasy points for 15 points since that first start he got against Tampa Bay. It had been a weak, weak performance from this guy week in and week out. Meanwhile, Philly Rivers, I mean, we saw Matt Moore getting it done against Green Bay. Uh, I, I think he could totally get it done in a shootout-style game against Aaron Rodgers, so I like him a lot. I don't hate Carson Wentz. I don't think Chicago is what they once were, uh, so I like him. But yeah, as you see, I have Derek Carr higher than Wentz. Um, so lots of streamable guys again this week. Hopefully you got Matthew Stafford a little while ago uh, as a guy that you could just roll out each and every week. Brissett getting Pittsburgh. I think they're decent against the quarterback, but let's see for real uh, here. Pittsburgh 23rd, so yeah, solid, but nothing overly spectacular either. Uh, they could be beaten down there. Um, Baker Mayfield, awful matchup, so he's gonna. that's going to be reflected in his ranking here. Let's bump up Brissett. Uh, I'll have Danny Jones just a little higher than him, but if you use him this week, you know, again, my higher lower Hail Mary was Daniel Jones. That certainly worked out for me, got me a W in my league. Uh, hopefully it helped you guys out, but not this week. You just Dallas has been great on defense for the most part. Uh, I, I can see him taking a back seat this week. Uh, but again, Monday Night Football, maybe not. Uh, Kyler Murray, obviously owned in most leagues, has been a QB1 for most of you guys most weeks. But not against San Fran. They are giving up, other than the Patriots, the second fewest points to quarterbacks. He's going to be, you know, without his running game here. Kenyon Drake comes in, but how good can you count on him? I'd rather have, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo. The Arizona Cardinals giving up the most points to quarterbacks right now. I get how ground and pound that team is, but they've been decent against the run. This could be, you know, a 200-yard day for Garoppolo, but four touchdowns not without the realm of possibility the way that team has been getting burned uh, on the secondary, so I like Jimmy G. This is like your last bet of starters here, you know, low-end QB1s, high-end QB2s, and then, yeah, Kyler Murray, not a starter for me this week, as off of two, you know, 10-point days, pretty pathetic from this guy, and now gets his hardest matchup yet. Beyond that, uh, I mean, I think Pat Mahomes is expected to go, so let's get him in here and assume he's there so I can show you where Pat Mahomes might slide in. Mahomes, where is Mahomes? Sorry, folks. <laughs> that must have made your ears bleed. There you are, Patty. Uh, so the tentative expectation is he's going to get back out there. So let's slide him in where he would rank. What the fuck? Sorry about that. Folks, let me know, too, if you have any questions about the trade deadline, um, anybody making moves. There wasn't any huge moves today, despite rumors. Le'Veon Bell, Robbie Anderson, uh, tons of great buzz, Jamal Adams, but no one ends up getting moved. Now, Pat Mahomes, if he plays would slide in right in my top five QBs, uh, right ahead of Aaron Rodgers, right below Dak Prescott for the week. I'd probably have to keep him in a tier one. It's Pat Mahomes, so of course you got to have him up there. All the weapons healthy. That offense is going to be dangerous. Speaking of dangerous, let's get Baker Mayfield even further down. Now, Mitch Trubisky could be that streamer that you need this week. Uh, again, if none of these guys are somehow, none of these guys are available for you. Darnold against Miami, uh, you know, Derek Carr, you got plenty of options, but if not, if Philly's giving up a shitload of passing yards, uh, Mitch Trubisky's showing that mobility this week. We've seen him have weak winners before. I wouldn't be shocked to see him do it again. Ryan Fitzmagic, obviously a turnover machine, but he can get it done. The Jets are nothing intimidating, so if you're getting real shitty here, uh, that, this is where I'm looking. Uh, and then Brandon Allen, you know, Case Keenum, 
against Buffalo. You're not considering any of those guys. Uh, Kyle Allen against Tennessee. Give me Tannehill over him. Mason Rudolph against Indy. Uh, probably even a better option than these guys. And then it's just like the, the names you can't even look at. It's scary to say Baker Mayfield is on that list. Uh, holy hell. I can't, I can't imagine I played Kyle Allen or Baker Mayfield. But there you go, folks. Those are my QBs. Let me know any questions you have. It looks like the last thing we got is Duck commenting, Roll Dak. Come on. Give me some more interaction. Give me some more engagement. Share this out. If you got any Facebook groups you like. Last week, we got over 1,000 views on this because uh, you guys shared it out. That was incredible. Made my Tuesday. Made you know best views we've ever got on one of these. I would love to approach that again. Uh, we got over 100 comments, even better than the views, in my opinion. I love answering your questions. So come on. On in, get your questions in here, folks. I want to interact with you guys. That's why I do this live. Um, but let's get to running backs while we wait for you guys to wake up here for your your Tuesday. But any shares, any comments, any questions, always much appreciated for the live broadcast. Let me know how I can help you all out. Alrighty, number one, yeah, Dalvin Cook. We just saw what Jamal Williams and of course Aaron Jones did to Kansas City. They've been getting destroyed by running backs. I get they were down a couple starters this week, but who knows if Frank Clark, any of those guys, will be back. So Dalvin Cook at the top makes a lot of sense. I mean, McCaffrey should be right there with him. I'm going to go to the matchup calendar here just to kind of point out any great matchups you have at the running back position. Um, and what, what to make of them. Diego, I see you got a question in. I'll be happy to answer that. Give me just one second, my dude. Um, so week nine, Tennessee, 25th. Let me just make sure you guys can see that okay. Uh, yep, week nine there. I'll drag this over just a little bit uh, so you can see very clearly that week nine. You see Kansas City giving up the ninth most points. So Dalvin Cook, or fourth most points rather. Dalvin Cook should be having an absolute field day. Uh, Zeke against the Giants, in my opinion, has to be coming in right at number three, giving up the 11th most points. Uh, those guys, Chase Edmonds got three touchdowns. What the hell could Zeke do to these guys? Should be a battering from your absolute stud. And Saquon, every single week, should be right up there with them. Aaron Jones, tough to rank anywhere outside your top five at this point. The Chargers giving up the seventh most points. Uh, so another right matchup for this guy to get it done for 20-plus points, over 36 last week. Uh, I, I really like Aaron Jones each and every week, but especially when the matchup is ripe, despite Jamal Williams being a bigger part than any of us would have ever imagined. Holy hell, it's disgusting. Uh, he looks good. He's fine. He's serviceable on his own. He'll be ranked decently high in here as an every-week play at this point, uh, but you got to feel decent. I, I like Le'Veon Bell, obviously, against Miami Chubb. You know, Carson, that kind of rounds out your remaining high-end RB1s each and every week. You know, Henry not quite there with the others. I'd rather have Josh Jacobs in a cake matchup against Detroit. Arizona, Tevin Coleman off of four-touchdown day should be right up there. Uh, let's look at the, the calendar again for Week 9. What are your best matchups here? Uh, Derek Henry, Carolina giving up the fifth-most points two running backs. We just saw Kevin Coleman destroy them. They're 30th DVOA. Me and Harditz talked about this on our show. So they're getting bled. Bell should have his best game, though, facing Miami. So I expect him to just light it up. Detroit, the third most points running backs. This is a running back dreamboat slate, guys. You should have three line running backs just locked into for your DraftKings lineups this week. I was so many juicy matchups. I haven't even looked at the prices. Ingram against Cincinnati, the most points to running backs. That's a great 
Oh, no, sorry. He gets the Patriots this week. Uh, so I'm looking at the wrong spot here. Uh, 30 seconds. So Ingram definitely a little bit further down the radar. Uh, could be Melvin Gordon's best week. I actually am going to be higher on him, I expect, than I have been all year. Won the Green Bay matchups juicy, but Anthony Lynn taking over those play-calling reins. He's always been historically very, very run-heavy. Uh, so I like Melvin Gordon quite a bit this week to, to really rebound. Diego, I was offered Philip Lindsay and DJ Chark for Kamara today. Alvin hasn't been stellar with his injury woes. Make me think it might be worth taking. Come on, dude. Philip Lindsay losing that goal line role to Royce Freeman makes him borderline useless at this point. It's a horrible offense, so they're not generating that many scoring chances anyways. But when they've gotten in the last two games, it's gone to Royce. So you're looking about 10 to 15 in between the 20s carries. Royce gets the receptions. I see no value to him. Uh, and then DJ Chuck, of course, he's been a, a high-end wide receiver two, even low-end wide receiver one this year right around wide receiver 12 on the season. I get that he's Minshew's boy, so there's definitely some value there. But you're looking almost at DJ Chark for Kamara straight up, and I know Alvin hasn't been uh, stellar, but that'd be selling as low as possible. Diego, you can get a lot more for Kamara if you're going to sell him, and I recommend holding. I think he's going to have a nice uh, rest of season. If you look here, he's got the bye. He's got Atlanta twice, juicy. Carolina twice, fifth most points. Tampa Bay, you know, shockingly good against the running backs here, but... He gets it done so well as a receiver that that's kind of washed. So not a bad schedule for this guy moving forward, Alvin Kamara. I would not be selling him low uh, as you, you're considering right now. Um, that'd be far too low, in my opinion, for the, the season-long value you can have for him. All right, so Carson wrapping up our, our top 10. A tough matchup against Tampa Bay. Great D-line. They really beefed it up this year. Uh, but still, you got to feel good about Carson this week. Come on, guys. Give me some questions. Let's go. Uh, get some stuff in for me. But like I said, I like Melvin Gordon this week. I mean, James Conner, as long as he's out there, you got dinged up. But he's got to be in your top 12 running backs every single week. Another 20-point day for the guy. Workhorse, Indy. 26 against the run, so they've been actually pretty solid. Uh, they got Henry in a great smash spot. Fifth most points from Carolina. Uh, you know, if, if Tevin Coleman can put up four touchdowns, I could easily see Henry getting at least two um, and kind of lighten that up. Pittsburgh... They started the season real bad against running backs. Let me see where Marlon Mack, uh, 26. So they've, they've started to clamp it down a bit, but ultimately, you know, Marlon Mack can get it done. They get it in the red zone quite easily. Uh, what's up, Denny Jennings? Glad to see a regular here. Get me some interaction here, Denny. Get some comments in for me. I don't know how you can rank Philip Lindsay over Royce Freeman at this point. Royce gets the receptions. Royce gets the, the touchdowns, a.k.a. Royce gets all the fantasy money touches. I like both running backs. Again, I think it's going to be a much run-heavier script with Ken Wisenhut fired. I think that means Anthony Lynn takes over those reins. We've seen him um, roll out league-leading rushing attacks multiple times in his career. Uh, so I think maybe Melvin Gordon can finally get it back rolling. Montgomery, not in the best of spots against Philly, but 31 touches last week cannot be ignored no matter how bad that, you know, how tough of a matchup that D-line presents. I really like Montgomery. I think he's a little too lowly rated. Uh, Ingram this week, tough spot. Uh, might find the end zone once. That's really all you can hope for here. Shockingly, uh, Jordan Howard revenge game narrative. I actually might like him above uh, David Montgomery because of that. Plus the fact that Chicago... We look over here, Chicago, uh, we're on week nine, folks, so that's going to be right where my mouse is. Chicago's been giving up, I think, the seventh most points to running backs. Uh, let's see, David Montgomery, 28th, that Philly D-line is brutal, real tough matchup. Where the hell are you? 
uh, 10th most points for, for Royce Freeman and the Cleveland backs. Yeah, 13th most points for Chicago running backs, but still quite generous. Uh, Devin Singletary is going to get a nice bump up the rankings here facing Washington. He has a touchdown last week. I think his work begins to take off, begins to rack up more and more touches here. I don't, you know, Phil Lindsay, yeah, the Cleveland matchup's nice, but again, if he's losing goal line and receiving work to Royce, where does that value truly lie? Now, if Royce is out, I know he got a, a little bit of a shoulder injury, then we're going to have Lindsay right up in this, like, tier three, uh, top 15 style guy. But for right now, again, losing all the valuable money touches in fantasy football right now, uh, that's going to make it tough. Juno Smith for the win last week. My guy, glad that one helped you out. And I think you keep streaming him, Denny Jennings, until Delaney Walker is back. He is Tannehill's boy. He's an athletic freak. So Jonu Smith, absolutely, Denny Jennings. I'm glad you, uh, glad that guy helped you out last week. Looking further, you know, how the Patriots matchups. Let's go back to the matchup calendar. James White, Baltimore 20th, so not a great spot for them. But I see this being more of a James White game than a Sony Michelle game. I'm going to bump him a little bit up. He's been right at 10 points almost every single week. So the ceiling, not all that high, but I think the floor, pretty serviceable. Um, and that's where I'm going to cut off this tier. Uh, I might even slide Melvin Gordon and Eckler. Nah, those matchups, those are like a quality RB1 still. And again, Gordon's been so shaky. I can't put him in that tier quite yet. Wouldn't be shocked to see him perform that way this week, though. Um, yeah, you got Ingram down a little bit lower. Uh, oh, sorry, that was the tier I moved there. Didn't mean to do that. Um, I'm going to have Ingram higher than Singletary, even though that matchup is ripe uh, for Buffalo against Washington, giving up the ninth most points for your running back. So that's a great smash spot. For Singletary, I think he's going to continue to keep taking over surely, uh, slowly but surely that backfield all to himself. Uh, clearly the better talent. Oh, sorry, I didn't realize you can't see the, the rankings here. I moved that over for the matchup calendar. There you go. Uh, clearer rankings for the video here. Um, again, let me know any questions you guys have. The whole point of this is interacting, going live, answering your questions. Last week, we got over a 1,000 views because you guys shared it out. You commented a million questions for me. It was awesome. Made my Tuesday. Let's get back to there, guys. Let's get some people in here. Let's get some interaction. That's what we're, we're doing this live for, folks. I do like the Hyde sneaky revenge game narrative. He was with only with the Jacksonville Jaguars for a couple games last year. Uh, I like... I mean, is that crazy to have Jamal Williams at 23 above Sony Michelle? Like, Baltimore, a tough spot. I think it's going to be more of that dink, dink, uh, James White-style offense this week. Jamal Williams, ever since he returned from that concussion, uh, let's show you his stats, his game logs, just because it's like tough to believe until you actually see it. And again, the Chargers, a solid matchup. So game logs for Jamal Williams. 20, and that's standard league. So let's get to... Uh, to the half point period, 22-11-17. I mean, that is quality RB2 numbers here just because that LaFleur offense is so backfield-centric. So you got to feel solid about Jamal Williams. I know it's like, oh, Jamal Williams, but still, uh, the guy can be in your lineups at this point because of how well he has been playing. I like Brita over Shady. I'm nervous about those fumbling woes and what it could mean. I mean, Buffalo, a tough matchup for AP, but he got it done against his former Vikings who are just as tough of a matchup. So these are like your last RB2s, flexes. Uh, you can have these guys as starters in your lineup, and then it starts to get a little bit hideous. I mean, Drake is going to come into some volume since that trade over to uh, Arizona, 
They have really no one else in his way, but he's got to learn a new offense, and he's got to go against San Fran. So that makes it uh, pretty tough there for Kenyon Drake. As an Eckler owner, I'm upset Gordon didn't get traded. Oh, I would love to see Eckler freed up, that cage door unlocked for him again, Denny Jennings. Uh, but unfortunately, not meant to be. I would love to see Bell get moved. I mean, there's so many moves I wish had happened. AJ Green, I mean, you're, you're benching Andy Dalton for Ryan Finley this week, or, or next week, sorry, when they come back out of their Week 10 bye. Why aren't you just selling the farm here at this point? Like, what What is the point of holding on to that guy? It makes no sense to me. I do like Walton a little bit more uh, than his ranking. He's going to be that featured back. Uh, the Jets, I believe, are top 10 uh, matchup. Mark Walton, the Jets 12, so right there. Uh, very close. Buffalo, surprisingly, giving up the eighth most points to running backs. I would not have guessed that. Uh, that's going to make me bump AP, who's gotten 20-plus carries in uh, almost every single week since Bill Callahan took took over and uh, wants to turn back the hands of time. Why does this fucking tear thing keep doing that? I apologize, folks. Uh, Adrian Peterson, a little bit higher here for me, up to RB25. A uh, solid stream this week against Buffalo. That's surprisingly generous to running backs. Maybe that's because Miles Sanders just destroyed them. But yeah, their tackling was poor. They're, they've been getting moved on the D-line, so definitely one of the more overrated units, in my opinion. Oakland, a great matchup for your, your Lions, but who is it? Is it Ty Johnson? Is it McKissick? Is it Tra Carson? Uh, Trey Carson, whatever the fuck he is, that end up getting 12 carries to Ty Johnson's seven. We definitely didn't recommend Johnson as a waiver wire bid, uh, so all of you guys that blew your money on him, then that's too bad, but I like Damian Williams over Shady. After those fumbles, I don't, I wouldn't be shocked to see uh, Williams getting that job over Shady. Now, Shady has been the guy, so I'll keep him up in my, in my top 30s here. Other than that, I don't hate Madison. We saw you know two Green, Green Bay running backs get it done. Um, Sanders looking as explosive as ever. I think he's got to be lo- ranked alongside these guys. Uh, six touches, goes for two scores. The guy was a beast uh, last week. I think I'm going to go McKissick as the pass catcher, a little more secure volume. This could be a Tariq Cohen week with that D-line so sturdy. That means a, a good smash spot uh, for the, the receiving running back there. Samuels should be back and healthy. And with Connor a little banged up, I wouldn't be surprised to see him having a bigger role than most expected. Great Hail Mary. Probably the waiver wire pickup of the week. If you guys have any waiver questions, get them on in for the Wolf. I'd be happy to answer any and all waiver questions. From here, it's like pure garbage. Uh, none of these guys, I mean, Zenner might stumble into the end zone. 49 has been real tough against the run, though. So I'm not expecting that. Uh, I'll bump up Carson because he's a decent bet for volume. The the carry leader last week for the carry on Johnson less Lions, uh, but yeah, it's pretty hideous from this point on. So let's cut this off as like if you're very desperate, maybe, and that that's about it. I like Ronald Jones. He's got to take this backfield over sooner than later. Um, he's so much more talented than Peyton Barber. I can't believe I'm even saying that because he fucking sucks. But that's just how bad. Barber is Belage maybe a bet to fall his fat ass into the end zone. Um, there you go. My wide receivers are Devontae. Here we go, Denny Jennings. Finally, someone get some questions in. Thank you, folks. Let's get it going. Let's get some people going here. Come on. Almost 100 questions last week. Where is everybody? Wake the fuck up. Uh, Denny Jennings. My wide receivers are Devontae, DJ Moore, DK, Golden Tate. RBs are Alvin, Lat, Murray, Royce Freeman, Singletary. Drop anyone for DJX. Maybe DK, 
Devontae, I'm assuming, is Devontae Adams, which you wouldn't be cutting. Even Devontae Parker. Ooh, for DJX. Mm. And you're not you're not cutting your handcuff and Latavius Murray. Royce Freeman is securing that volume there. And Singletary, I, I like season long. So no, I, I don't think so, especially with reports DJX might not be fully healthy. Uh, the only guy you could consider really is DK because just how inconsistent that passing game is. But he, he's just been a touchdown monster. Two touchdowns this last week. Uh, I'd consider it once DJX is officially back. But until we see him and, and see if he looks healthy, I wouldn't have him uh, in my lineups. All right, let's go to wide receivers. Speaking of wide receivers for Denny Jennings here, let's get into your wide receivers for Week 9, folks. All righty. And at the top of the list, newfound target hog, DeAndre Hopkins, maybe. I do like, let's go to the wide receiver matchup calendar for you folks. Uh, make sure we show you all the best wide receiver matchups for your week uh, week nine rankings. And if you have any other questions, of course, keep pounding them in. Yeah, Devonta Adams, that's what I figured. Um, Julio Jones on by, but still a beast. Amari Cooper getting those giants. He's going to be an ultimate sell high, though. As you see me scroll over, look at this brutal matchup. He has Philly in your championship week, which is lovely, but a awful murderer's row of matchups. A uh, couple good weeks here in a row. Minnesota 13th. Uh, he can definitely roast Xavier Rhodes. Um, but after that, uh, it, it gets pretty ugly for Amari Cooper. So an intriguing sell high at this point. Uh, in terms of other quality matchups, you're looking at green for Tyler Lockett. Godwin, the 22nd most points, that's kind of surprising uh, that Seattle's only giving up that few. We saw Julio Jones just destroy these guys, and Godwin could get it done out of the slot there. Tyree Kill against, whew, sorry, Minnesota. I get my coffee. I need to get a coffee right now. Tyree Kill against Minnesota, 13th most points. Uh, as long as our guy Pat Mahomes is back, he's got to be a top three wide receiver this week. Should absolutely roast um Xavier Rhodes multiple times. Just going to put him on on the uh, ice skates here. Matt Powell, quarterbacks as I have are Minshew and Cousins. Someone dropped Ryan in my league. I'm going to get him on waiver wire, but which one should I drop and play this week while Ryan is out? I lean Cousins just because you probably like him more season long anyways. Who knows if Foles is going to end up taking over eventually in Jacksonville. I do like the Houston matchup. It's a pretty juicy one. It should be more of a shootout style game, uh, but I like Cousins' matchup as well. This week, uh, the Vikes squaring off with uh, the Chiefs. If that's a shootout-style game. We know that secondary is nothing special either. Uh, Cousins should have to throw the ball more than he is accustomed to. So, yeah, I like him a lot. You got Cooper Cup on by this week. Awful. That's too bad. Uh, Tyler Lockett, Tampa Bay, the seventh most points. He's got to be high in your rankings. Kenny Galladay, fresh off a 2-TDD day, uh, facing pathetic Raiders. That should be a great stream. Allen Robinson's got to be high up there facing Philadelphia. Uh, that's a great matchup. The most points to wide receivers this year. Houston for DJ Chark. Uh, so that's giving you just a, a top the, the top matchups here. Uh, again, Cooper against the Giants. Definitely high up there this week. And you see some of those matchups already in your top five here. Uh, Kenny Galladay definitely deserves top five consideration um, here's your guys right there, Godwin, Lockett. you got to have Evans after this last week within your top seven guys as well. I love Chark this week facing Houston. Uh, they got no corners. I mean, he should be able to absolutely murder those guys. 
Um, Stephon Diggs, though, great matchup against Kansas City, fresh off back-to-back 143-yard days. It's a great spot for him. Uh, also a good spot for Adam Thielen, who should be healthy, so I'll keep both those guys rolling. Allen Robinson, as I mentioned, against Philly. Top 10 for me this week, uh, higher than the ECR, but I love that smash spot for him. Keenan Allen continually continues to get ranked high, and I just don't understand it at all. Um, Green Bay, 21st most points, so they've been getting beat down a little bit more. It's still not a great special matchup by any means. I guess Kansas City, 26. They've been a little bit uh, harder on secondary than I actually thought, so maybe i got to reconsider my high rankings of both Vikings guys, despite how well Diggs is playing. Uh, the matchup's definitely a little trickier than I originally would have expected here. I like Cortland Sutton, but you got Brandon Allen playing quarterback. Tyrell Williams, uh, I think, needs to be in your maybe your top 12 even. Uh, guy scored every single week he's been on the field. Now gets a Detroit team that has getting battered by every single position they face, uh, especially wide receivers. The, since they traded, you know, Quandry Diggs and got Darius Slay is injured now. Uh, they, every team has just been bombing these guys left and right. Darius Slayton has two touchdowns against him. Tyrell Williams could easily have two touchdowns against him. So I like those guys as like the last of your wide receiver ones, kind of cutting it off right. T.Y. Hilton, I still am not a believer in Keenan Allen. I'll just scroll through and see what's like the matchups looking like. Indy 15, uh, DJ Chark, the second most points. Gallup in a, a great blow-up spot, third most points. Tough matchups for Larry Fitzkirk, your Cardinals. Can't even have Larry Fitz in your top you know, 20 at this point, the way he's been playing. Hasn't even come close. Buddy, sorry I'm late. No worries, Tunes. I appreciate you being here. Don't want to sell low because Mayfield sucks, but who would be trying uh, good to try and train OG, OBJ for? He's got to find the guy that loves him, Austin, and hope he still views him as an, a wide receiver one somehow. Uh, I don't know how he could, but... Um, seriously, it's just been bad. 23rd most points for Curtis Samuel. Maybe he can get it done. Missed on a, a couple real close deep shots. Love Marvin Jones. Robbie Anderson in a good blow-up spot here. DK Metcalf against Tampa Bay. So we got some lower names now uh, that should be getting some good consideration for you. Let's get Gallup a decent bump up. I just don't know what to expect of Brandon Allen, so i got to bump down Sutton as much as I love the player, love the talent. I, mean, I guess you can only be so much worse than Joe Flacco, and they should be. I mean, you should be playing from behind against Cleveland, but who knows how bad Cleveland? You guys all know how bad they've been, so you can't feel incredible about them. That's Kirk's Field. It is Kirk's Field right now, Austin. It's not even really close either at this point. John Brown against Washington, a solid matchup. They've been getting dusted deep by wide receivers. I don't see how Golden Tate continues to get ranked as low as he does. Definitely a top spot for him. I love, again, Marvin Jones off a 4-TD week not too long ago against Oakland, who can definitely be had in the secondary. Continuing on, I know Kenny Stills really fucked a lot of people this week, but ultimately could bounce back in a big way with Boye on uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Number two wide receivers have been crushing it against Jacksonville, so I, I expect more of the same. I think Kenny Stills could have his breakout day this week, a week early, that post-height, that bounce back. You know, on DraftKings, it always happens. You go all in on one guy, everyone goes all in on that guy, and they do nothing, everyone forgets about him, and you get him the week that they actually blow up. Uh, it's a beautiful thing when it works out like that. 
I don't know why Curtis Samuel and DJ Moore are so far apart in the rankings. In fact, like DJ Moore is better, even if Kyle Allen seems to have a preference for Samuel. Those two just seem to never hook up either. Ugh. I like Robbie Anderson to get deep. I'd rather have him in my lineup than Terry against Buffalo. A tough, tough matchup. If Keenum's cleared, that definitely helps. Uh, but still, oh, God, if, especially if not. If Haskins is playing, then yeah, McLaurin's got to be in your top you know, right around 50 or so. If uh, Haskins is playing, that's how bad that absolute loser has been. Chip, what's going on? Let me know if you got any questions. What do you think about Stills? You were high on him last week. He didn't shine much. I know. Didn't do much. Hopefully, I just answered that question there, Matt. I think this could be a nice rebound. I'm not calling him a must-play by any means, but if you're considering guys in this kind of tier here, uh, Stills would make sense. I, I think he could definitely get deep and have that game as the, the number one deep threat, the number two wide receiver there. I'm going to cut this off there. As much as I love Kirk's 11 targets, his first game back, 49ers are no joke. I'd rather have Mike Williams and his touchdown upside than him. I like Crowder's huge catch appeal. Again, you know, is Sam Donald ever going to rebound from seeing ghosts? Is he just completely shell-shocked at this point? I don't know, but I do know Miami has the worst slot corner in the league. And I think James Jamison Crowder, you saw the poor tackling. Deontay Johnson out of the slot had that 84-yard touchdown. Crowder could easily pull something of that nature. I'd have him even above Scary Terry here. Continuing to roll down. I mean, Watkins I know hasn't done anything since that 40-point blow-up game, but... I do like uh, the Minnesota spot. They've been getting roasted. I think, again, Tyree Kill, obviously your top option there. But that could be some magic to be had. Devontae Adams? I mean, this ranking assumes he's out. Uh, I don't know that there's been any word on him. Let's look. Adams. Chargers 24th most points, so not the best of matchups. But not like, you know, you must avoid or anything like that. No news on him, uh, but he's saying last week he was feeling 200 million times better, Devontae Adams, so let's rank him as if he's playing, that would slide him in, you know, r- risk of re-injury, but I'll have him right around this wide receiver 14 uh, in his return, maybe even above you know Tyrell Williams, Edelman, I do love that Tyrell Williams blow-up spot against Detroit though, I wonder what his price is on DraftKings, I bet it's one of the more reasonable ones of the week. Landry should be drawing tough coverage. Uh, Houston, I mean, uh, we got Houston's obviously one of the best matchups for wide receivers, second most points, but Westbrook is supposed to be hurt, which is why I'm going to bump up Chris Conley as one of my top streamers of the week. Uh, Fresh off a 100-yard TD day. A lot of that came on that 70-yard score, but he had 80 yards the week before. Uh, Definitely has shown some decent chemistry with uh, Gardner mentioned when he has the chance. He's been getting those chances. He might get them even more so if D.D. Westbrook's out of the lineup as it's the early expectation. So I like that. I think Cole Beasley deserves a little bump up here. Fuck Corey Davis. Fuck Corey Davis. Fuck Corey Davis. Oh, get him off my screen. Just disgusting, abysmal, useless piece of shit he is. Just traded Zeke. Says Chip, for what? Needed a QB since old man Flacco died, so I flipped Zeke and Singletary for Captain Kirk, Aaron Jones. 
I guess you got something decent. The two QB league, I imagine, right? Uh, so Austin, I see your just you know shock and appalled nature there. I do believe that's a two QB league, which does change things a bit. Uh, but oh god, that's that's pretty bad. Um, if not, fuck Corey Davis. Yeah, seriously, Conley or Stills. I'm gonna go Stills there. Uh, but I do like Conley a lot this week. Tunes. Um, as you can see, they're they're pretty close to my rankings. And if you wanted to go Conley, you'd have the justification to do so. I'm going to bump him into this tier, actually, of you know quality wide receiver threes, high-end wide receiver threes, someone I'm looking to put in my flex or wide receiver three spot this week's Two QB league, and I'm two and six. Figured I can't get any worse. Might as well mix things up. You got to shock that locker room. If they're not respecting you, they're down to two and six. Yeah, you got to do something to, to fire up the rally, rally the troops here. Uh, we got questions about Amendola. Did he do anything last week? Like, is there a reason he's so big on the radar uh, besides the fact that he's facing the Raiders, who are giving him the third most points? Let's see. What have his games logs been for Amendola? Damn it, boy. I know he had a big game a couple weeks ago. Did he also have one last week? I might have found the end zone. Let's see here. Games, half. Oh, yeah, two in a row. Uh, 11 and 10 standard, 15 and 14. So, yeah, I mean, Danny Amendola. With the way that's, that defense has been playing, they have to keep airing it out, and he mans that slot very, very well. A high-volume guy. With, what have the exact stats been? 11 targets, 8 catches, 8 targets, 8 catches, 95 and 105 yards, and over you know, 200 combined yards. Yeah, Danny Boy playing very well right now. Uh, so 100%. I know we've got some questions. Could he be a lineup consideration? Yeah, most definitely uh, could be. So these are like your flex... Ooh, excuse me, sorry, folks. Drop Brandon Cooks, asked Robert. Probably not, but let me know who's there, who else you're you're dropping or you could drop. I get the concussion and the bye week here, but he still remains one of the best deep threats in the game. Uh, so I wouldn't be just getting rid of him for nothing. Maybe package him in a trade if you're completely sick of him, because there is still some name value. He gets scooped up immediately, Robert. I think there's got to be something you can do with this guy more. Yo, I missed the RB section. I'll go back and watch. But what do you think of Kenya Drake after the trade? I have an offer of Drake and Murray for Eckler. I have Kamara. What are your thoughts? Eckler's just so much more usable than either of those guys. Uh, I don't know if I love Drake. I mean, at least not this week against San Fran. Very tough matchup. Still learning the playbook. I do think the guy is talented. That schedule is brutal these next couple weeks, though. Then there's a bye. You got to expect David Johnson, unless he goes to the IR, will be back at the latest after that bye week. And I can't see Drake maintaining a starting role there with their workhorse back that's dominating uh, before getting hurt. David Johnson, Chase Edmonds' status obviously could cloud him even further. I do love the fit. You can motion out Drake, uh, do a ton of things in the receiving game with him uh, as, as a very versatile threat. I think he fits the offense very well. But uh, unless you unless you don't need to use Eckler, Pat, if he's just sitting on your bench every week and you're not tossing him in, then you could do it. But if you if you need to use Eckler, if he's been a flex for you every single week, and for most weeks he should be, I probably hang on to him. But the handcuff value is, is humongous with Latavius Murray, as we saw these last two weeks. So if you own Kamara and you just need that, that insurance policy and you're not using Eckler, then I could see that being a, a deal you make for sure. All righty. On term, I, don't, I hate Larry Fitz right now and against San Fran. I hate him even more. Gonna bump him down. I'd rather have Amendola, Landry, Kirk. I, I don't love against San Fran either. 
I'll put A.J. Brown right ahead of him uh, as a guy that could easily score a touchdown this week. And then it continues to get uglier and uglier. Uh, let's get this tier in. We still got a good amount of names, Jesus, to get through here uh, and preview for you. But hopefully by this point, uh, Preston Williams, four targets, 40 yards in the first half, and then disappears. But Fitz has been getting that ball to his receivers when he's not getting sacked or turning it over. So Preston could have a decent day against the Jets. They're, they're not a good defense in the least amount. Um, and maybe that means Demarius Thomas has some value. I like Deontay Johnson more than Larry Fitz. Uh, Marquez could get deep on that defense. Slayton, Dorsett. Ugh, now it's starting to get kind of hideous. I just want to look and see if there are any names. I do like Lazard more than your average. I like him more than Geronimo Allison. He has that trust again with Rodgers that I like a bit more. I'm 8-0 right now, but I've been flexing Eckler. I'm trying to plan for the playoffs. So, yeah, it's good to get your handcuff ready for the playoffs. That all being said, I think Eckler's schedule, I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. Let's look at it real quick. Uh, Eckler, Melvin Gordon. Let's get out Danny Amendola. I'll open up the running back. Uh, matchup calendar for you. But if I'm not mistaken, I think the Chargers have one of the friendliest strength of schedules moving forward for the rest of the year um, for running backs. So let's scroll down. Let's check that out for you, Pat James. Because uh, if so, oh, here we are. I think Reynolds did well last year. If I remember, uh, what's Reynolds... Oh, drop Cooks. Yeah, if Cooks is out, Reynolds, I mean, we saw him score a touchdown already. He's a big, long, rangy guy that gets it done in the red zone. Uh, so definitely as long as Cooks is out, Reynolds could be a streamable option. They have the bye week this week, though, so I imagine uh, he'll be right back out there. Where's Melvin Gordon? Okay, so stretch run. Uh, not incredible. You do get Kansas City. I mean, great matchup versus Green Bay. Kansas City in a couple weeks. Oakland, nothing to be scared about either. Uh, and then Kansas City, the juiciest matchup again, but that's week 17, so not the best of play. I thought it was better than I am getting there. Sorry about that one, uh, Pat. Deontay Johnson, Amendola, Josh Reynolds on waiver wire. If Cooks is on IR, who would be best? Uh, just for a week, or are you looking at multiple weeks? Uh, really depends here, Robert. But yeah, as Austin points out, Reynolds did have a nice stretch run there. Uh, he would be the third fiddle, and the third fiddle has not been working out this year because it's been the Cooper Cup uh, show. Gerald Everett's emerged, so that's made the, the third wide receiver even that much more less viable. I think Deontay Johnson, uh, the number one guy on the Steelers draft board, according to Ian Rappaport, number one receiver, I should say. We know that team knows how to evaluate the, their wide receivers. He's shown why after the catch, making great plays, a good deep threat. Uh, he's got a decent schedule, so I would say Deontay Johnson out of those three would be my favorite, except for this one week I would go Amendola. Uh, and when the matchups are ripe, I go Amendola. But I would rank them the exact order you type that out, uh, Robert Miranda. Um, Alrighty, let's just get back to wide receiver rankings real quick. If there's any other last-minute names to chuck into the radar for you. I don't love really any of these guys. I mean, Demarcus Robinson gives you a shot at a long ball touchdown at least. Uh... I don't hate James Washington. That Mason Rudolph connection from college. 
And then, oh man, it is pretty tough out there. I mean, Renthro, Kumaru, all making decent plays each week so far. But yeah, it's pretty ugly after that. I mean, Hardman, even more viable than DeMarcus. Again, I'm assuming Mahomes is going to be there. Uh, so I count those guys as potential streamers. But if you needed a stream, I mean, I got Danny Amendola this week. Let's get these guys. Anthony Miller will never be. I, I've never been an Anthony Miller guy. But yeah, as you see, Corey Davis is shit bum ass, useless bag of dirt, fucking pile, awful, awful guy. Uh, hey, Wolf, just tuning in. What do you think about Drake joining the Cardinals? I, I think it sucks. I mean, I think he's a great player. I think he fits the scheme well. But now it becomes a three-headed nightmare when Edmonds is healthy, when Johnson's healthy. And this week alone, you get Sam Fran, so it's not like you can expect Drake learning the new offense and then facing one of the toughest defenses to really do a, a significant amount. They said he should have a reasonable amount of work, but I wouldn't have Drake in my lineup. I think if he was the lead guy, it's a fantastic fit. He's versatile. Uh, he can move out into the slot as a wide receiver. He runs the whole route tree well. Uh, so... I do like him quite a bit as a fit, but then it's a just a very congested situation with a very tough schedule. Just sucks for David Johnson too, who's gone from a, a locked in top five every week guy to now you know what is his value. So I, I don't like the move. It just makes it more congested, uh, Brandy. So I don't love that at all. Who should I drop this at tight end for this week? I have Hooper on by Brita Ty Johnson or Kareem Hunt, I'd be kind of stashing Kareem. I like Breida. I mean, he's a great runner. If anything happens to Coleman, who has a decent injury history there, you got yourself a monster. Ty Johnson's not worth owning at all at this point. Uh, did nothing for you this week. It's going to be a three-headed nightmare at best right now with Tra Carson getting the most carries there, Trey, whatever that way you say that fucking idiot's name. Uh, McKissick's getting the receiving work. Johnson doesn't look all that good anyways. So to me, he's the guy. No matter how much you bid on him, uh, not the guy I'm looking for. What the, what should I pick up, Delaney or Herndon PPR? Let's get the tight ends for you. There's nothing else in here I'm really looking at. Cutie not even playing this last week, so let's get him off your radar. Anybody else to toss out there? I guess Pascal has a couple multi-TD days under his belt. Uh, Wilson scoring this week. Zay Jones on Oakland. Decent play. I, David Moore, always an interesting bet. Uh, this is me just saying David Moore is getting a touchdown this week. I don't, I don't know why, but just a, a hunch there. Harmon for Chiefs, think he's worth anything? I like Harmon, yeah. I mean, explosive talent and the, the most explosive offense when everybody's healthy. The mouths to feed are very plentiful there, so it's tough to know you know what his weekly value is going to be, Austin. But as such an explosive player, especially if anything ever happened to Tyreek again, uh, definitely worth owning, especially when Mahomes is healthy there. I go Herndon there. Um, Giuseppe, let's get to our tight ends here. Uh, but Herndon does get... The pathetic Dolphins this week, who, you know, 15th or so against tight ends, but that would be my play. Uh, we've seen how involved Ryan Griffin's been in the red zone and Herndon, an even more athletic guy. Let's get to your, your tight end matchup calendar, uh, rip through quickly who is the best matchups for the week, and then get to those. So I have a Janu Waverwire, looks like Doyle, Ebron, Herndon, OJ Howard, Fells. I'm looking rest of season. Rest of season, I think it's Fells. I mean, you saw the chemistry him and Watson have. He's a big body that Watson's clearly looking to when plays are breaking down, especially when they're within the 20. He's been chucking it up to the guy two scores this last week. He's got you know two big games out of his last three. 
Yeah, it's inconsistent, especially with Aiken sometimes being the guy. But Fell's rest of season is probably my most intriguing player there uh, if you're not just looking for a one-week rental. And even for a one-week rental, Jaguars is nothing special. Um, but let's look here. So Kelsey, tougher matchup, Minnesota, but that's misleading. They they haven't faced many great tight ends, and the good ones have gotten it done. Kittle, obviously, is smash spot against Arizona. Uh, by far the most points to tight ends. If you've ever watched this show, you know that. It's not really even close. Waller, a great matchup against Detroit. So good matchups for your tight ends. Dallas, bad against the tight ends. Hunter Henry in a great spot against Green Bay. They had been locking down tight ends, and then a couple injuries later, and now they've been nothing. Zach Ertz, middle of the pack, but Ertz has just become nothing with Goddard really ascending there. Uh, Ebron against Pittsburgh, eighth most points. So your tight ends have some good matchups here. Indy for Vance, seventh most points. So maybe he's out there in your waivers. I don't know how he's so widely owned and considered the top 12 tight end. O.J. Howard, I mean, if there's ever a time to get it done, Seattle has been awful. Hawkinson should definitely have a decent look this week against Oakland, the third most points to tight ends. Uh, So those are all juicy matchups to consider. Uh, Plenty of great names and good spots and quality talents that just get it done when the matchup is ripe. So let's get through some of these tight ends here, folks. Uh, Kittle's your top guy. I'm not even going to put anyone in the tier with him. I guess Waller. Could be up there. Uh, 11th most points Detroit's given up, and they, even more so without their safety and leading corner last week. I think they could definitely get it done. Uh, Waller could easily find the end zone multiple times this week. I think Ingram uh, against Dallas, the sixth most points, a good matchup. Travis Kelsey's been meh. Finally found the end zone this week. Minnesota, meh. A decent bet. I, I like Hunter Henry's fifth most points. Two tight ends. Zach Ertz, I got to bump down, folks. Not a fan of him. I love TJ Hawkinson's matchup. Mark Andrews against a tough spot here against New England. If anyone's going to get it done, I guess it'd be you know his big body in the way. I like Ebron, though, to find the end zone this week. Pittsburgh, again, the fourth most points to tight end. They've been very generous to the position. So I'd have Ebron ahead of Ertz. Andrews, Tennessee's been generous, so maybe Olsen finally finds it uh, and gets it done this week. And so that's, I mean, I guess, is there anyone else to lump in with these guys? Fells, how is Jacksonville against the 10? Let's check that for you. Again, Fells off a two TD week. Um, Jacksonville, 12th most points, so not anything intimidating there. Uh, Look at his game log lately. This guy, again, big body during broken plays. This is where uh, he looks 14, so let's go to half. 15, 10, 4, 21. So three of his last four and four of his last six. Very high quality. So Fell's uh, rest of season, Denny, is definitely a, a very intriguing play, in my opinion. Is he above Ertz? I mean, Ertz hasn't done anything over these last few weeks. Has he topped five points in like four weeks? I think I don't, I don't think he's top 50 yards at least. Uh, so where are you, Ertz? Let's check this real quick. You bag complete dirt this, this year. Oh. After being one of the most consistent. Yeah, half. five five three over three weeks. Hasn't topped 50 yards. Lost a fumble. Ugh, God, that's ugly. 15th most points at tight end Chicago. So maybe a better spot. But a huge part of that that downfall has been Dallas Goddard. Uh, he, he's been an absolute beast. Like I said, I like O.J. Howard this week. Uh, if ever he's going to get it done, I think, against Seattle. Fourth most points at tight ends. If he's not playing, then Cameron Brate slides right into that top 10 spot. 
I'll cut this tier. I, I mean, John Smith has been such a reliable beast. Carolina, very good against tight ends, but um, he's so athletic, and Tannehill just has eyes for him. He's been his number one target over these few weeks. Kansas City, decent against tight ends. Uh, Los Angeles Chargers, decent right in the middle of the road. Miami, surprisingly decent against tight ends. Uh, who was I here to look at, though? Oh, Carolina, 21st. Okay. So not a bad matchup. Is Herndon not ranked? Uh, let's get him in here because he's expected tentatively to be cleared this week. Herndon, where are you at? There you are. Love when my computer moves like a complete bag of dirt. Let's answer some questions as I'm trying to find this for you. Trent Williams ends holdout. Didn't he actually just say, though, he's not playing this year? Uh, Brandon Cooks to see a specialist. Oh, that's good to know. Uh, could be put on IR there. Uh, Doyle, who are the other options here? Delaney Walker or Herndon? I'd probably go Herndon, but I do like Doyle's spot. Uh, with Pittsburgh giving up the fourth most points to tight ends. But I like Herndon this week. That Dallas matchup, very, I mean, that Miami matchup, 19th, but still, it's Miami. They, they could get beat any given week. Uh, where is Jack Doyle, folks? Doyle. Um, thank you. You're welcome, my guy. Um, oh, you're saying cut tie. I thought it was a TY. Uh, thank you. And did his hold out, but Red, he, he said he's still not going to play unless I misread it. Yes, that's what I saw. Herndon over Fells this week. I think I could keep rolling out Fells, Giuseppe. Uh, better matchup on paper. And just the guy that's more of a lock. Again, three out of his last four have been double digits. Four of his last six. I, I'd be rolling Fells out pretty comfortably. In fact, let's put him up here above Andrews even. Um, just as a, as a great bet. Let's get Doyle up above these guys, Indy, Vance McDonald in a great spot. Uh, Cam Brate, I'm assuming Howard's back, so let's rank him down here. Now, if he's not, then of course that'll change things up. Rudolph, meh, nothing to really like about the red-nosed reindeer. Uh, Rudolph, can't say 20th most points. Yeah, nothing special happening there. Uh, Pittsburgh, eighth most points, as we saw, for Doyle. So I think that's a good spot for him. All righty. So that's kind of wrapping up the tight ends. Noah Fant has this job on lock. Maybe the new quarterback locks it in the red zone. I do like Ben Watson to find the end zone sometime soon, if not as early as this week. Uh, I think that's a very viable possibility. Irv Smith Jr. actually sneakily getting it done, but second tight ends on a... Low volume passing attack with Adam Thielen expected to be back. I can't endorse him as much as I'd say like a, a Trey Burton. But yeah, now it's now it's pretty ugly at tight end. I think Mike Jacecki, you know, volume at least. He's been seeing like four to five targets every week. And then it gets just, ugh. Unless um, Luke Wilson against Tampa Bay, if you're desperate, he played 70% of the snaps. We know they like to use their tight ends in the red zone. New kicker for New England. Your thoughts? Uh, who did they sign again, Austin? I saw this earlier. Uh, Nick Folk. I mean, any kicker in that offense is very viable, but this guy also was hasn't been in the league since 2016. Uh, it wasn't good this last time in the league, so that's a huge risk. I don't feel great about it, if I'm being honest. But it is a, a Patriots kicker. That offense breeds points, so 
definitely worth potentially picking up Nick Folk if you're having kicker woes. But I, again, Zane Gonzalez or uh, Joey Sly, often out there in half the leagues, definitely guys I'd look to first. Alrighty, is this the rare week a uh, team goes above the Patriots? Yeah, I mean Baltimore. There's any team that might be able to put some points up. It could be Lamar Jackson. I do think the Patriots will just lock this team down, but it's on the road. I still see a turnover, maybe a touchdown for the Pats, but San Fran has been just so close neck and neck in that matchup against Arizona. I mean, that D-line should absolutely destroy them. Uh, such a strong team. I got Fat Boy Sly. I fucking love Sly. Uh, who was the kicker on Beverly's 2017? How did he fare on the Patriots? Who was our kicker? Uh, his name was Lazar. Uh, he's a soccer player from Albania that then transferred and played uh, football with us. Kid had an absolute leg, won a couple games for us, and he would be a beast. He ended up playing at Holy Cross, actually. Uh, he would fare very well with the Patriots. Simon Lazar Kuko. Who was the uh, the Hamilton winner? Who was the Generals kicker back in the day? Was that you, Chip? Is that why you're asking? You want to you know, suck yourself off a little bit? Wouldn't be shocked. Fuck, have Nugent, should I scoop him? I guess you can go for Folk, but let's look at kickers. Uh, who else might be out there? I've seen Tucker dropped in some leagues after being on a bye this week, so I, I don't think Folk's a must-have by any stretch of the imagination. I do like the Bills. I mean, the Eagles had a, a nice week. I feel like it's tough to have anybody against Jameis Winston's turnover-prone ass uh, any lower than four or five. And Seahawks, not a great defense, but certainly a worthwhile uh, option. Tennessee, I mean, Ryan Tannehill, Carolina, one of the better defensive in terms of talents in the league. Uh, got me one of those shirts. Oh, did you win one, Howland? That's what I like to hear, my man. Glad you you took it down. Very exclusive gear. Andrew Marks had the golden leg. Ah, good to hear Andrew Marks uh, gets it done there. Slyer Gonzalez available. It's and, and it's Falk or something, I believe. Yeah, it's Nick Falk. Uh, Austin, good. Thanks for uh, always looking out, my man. But yeah, look for Sly Gonzalez. Let me know, Giuseppe. Maybe send a screenshot of the best available kickers to the broadcast, and we can kind of look at that together. We'll get to kickers in a sec. Let's keep analyzing your defenses. I like Dallas. Uh, Giants definitely a turnover-prone team. They give up tons of defensive touchdowns. Yet your Jets against Miami, you know, not a bad defense by any means. If Matt Moore's playing, I like the Vikings a whole lot more. I like the the Packers D as a whole, um, and then Chargers have been nothing special on offense. So even if Anthony Lynn's taken over, that means more run heavy. Uh, you know, nothing special there. Titans have been locked down. Uh, Kyle Allen hasn't been all that turnover prone, but he's nothing special. So you uh, Titans, you can continue to roll out if you're desperate on defense. Who else this week do I like on D? Can't love the Jags. I like the Texans even with Watt out. Uh, their secondary, though, is real bad, so maybe not. Bears, I get that, you know, there's just too much talent there to not have. Uh, but Browns, with Brandon Allen coming to town, that might be a sneaky stream right there. Because uh, Brandon Allen, who the hell knows what he's going to do as an NFL starter? The Browns have had talent on defense, they just haven't really done much with it. But this could be a week, even on the road. Uh, against Denver, I could see the Browns D really locking it down this week. So that's a widely available defense that could be uh, in your streaming plans potentially. The Colts have gotten it done against like Mahomes and uh, tougher t competition. So I like them this week. I like them over the Texans. Hopefully you have somebody in these top 13 because it does start to get a little bit uglier. The Steelers D has been very legit. That D line gets after the passer. I know Brissett doesn't really turn over the rock, but... 
they've been a great play all year. You can't like the Chargers, who've been awful on defense and now get a red hot, um, uh, red hot Aaron Rodgers here. Lutz is on by. I don't want to drop him. Thoughts? What's the point of holding him though? Has he been all that good, Denny Jennings? Like, is he getting you anything that Joey Sly or Zane Gonzalez or somebody else that's out there wouldn't get you? I think you know, you gotta drop your kicker unless you got some trash you can cut instead. But you were saying, you know, could I pick up Deshaun Jackson if it's the difference between having Jackson or having Will Lutz? Like. Get left the fuck off your team. Like, come on. Going to scream de- stream defense, but kept with Carolina in our league. And if they can stay between 5 and 10, I'm happy with that. I mean, they've been they've been really getting it done this year. Uh, let's go to, to D- team defenses and just double check their points allowed. Have Vikings D. Is Niners D good the rest of the season since they already had their bye? Vikings bye coming up. I mean, yeah, the Niners have been great on defense. If you look at their game log, one of the best in the league. Their matchup does get tough. I mean, you see this... You got Green Bay, you got Baltimore, New Orleans. Playoff time, Atlanta and the Rams. So not a great schedule for the 49ers, but the defensive talent there has been very high quality. Uh, They got Arizona twice these next couple weeks as well. So I like that D to to potentially get it done over these next couple weeks. Uh, Otherwise, Buffalo is a great calendar here. Washington, Cleveland, Miami, I've seen them out there in a lot of leagues after facing Philly. You got three weeks where you can just kind of set and forget your your defense there. Uh, so I like Buffalo moving forward. Carolina Panthers, you were just asking about. Uh, they got their their game out of the way with San Fran. How'd they do in that one? Probably not great. But they they were 14, 14, 21. I mean, they, they were beastly, Austin. But the schedule is not great. I've always been a streamer on defense. I know you got to use some fab or what it might be, but you just you find who who's facing Miami, who's facing Washington, who's facing the Giants, uh, who's facing the Jets. You know, find any of those teams, and you can end up finding yourself a streamer. There's almost always one. I've always been a streamer on on defense here. Boswell, Myers of Seahawks available. Ugh. I mean, Lutz sucks though. Just pick up one of those guys. Who cares? Sly is stopping. We can hit a fifty yarder all day. I fucking love Joey Sly. He's my boy right there. Rob Moreno, uh, so yeah, I I always play matchups, but you know, San Fran's been very, very legit on defense that if there was a set and forget option, you know, Arizona, Seattle, Arizona, decent matchups. Um, let's show you just how good these guys have been. Uh, 19, 10, 15, 17, 7, 7, 27. I mean, that's pretty good. Now, granted, the matchups have been pretty ripe there too, uh, but still, that's that's pretty high output for your defense but I am not a fan of holding a D through the bye. I'm not a fan of uh, of just locking one in and let. I mean, unless the Patriots this year. Other than that, it, it's tough. Have choice from Bagley, Myers, Vinatieri, Fairbane. Maybe Fairbane. Uh, he was such a monster last year. I know he hasn't got it done all that well this year, Giuseppe. But that's what I kind of look to. I love how you tell it to me straight, laughing my fucking ass off. Uh, yeah, of course I gotta give it to you straight, my dude. Should I rock with Mindy or pick up Dallas or Carolina? I'd rather stream Dallas or Carolina. I like Carolina against Tennessee this week, my fifth-ranked defense. They've been really good all year. I like Dallas against the Giants as well. Vikings only my, uh, where are they, 16th. That's assuming Mahomes is playing. Now, of course, if Matt Moore plays, they're going to come right up around uh, 9, 10, right in this range. But yeah, I, I would stream one of those other defenses ahead of them. Is there any other defense I like down here more than others? Not really. Ugh, 
pretty hideous stuff. Maybe the Dolphins against the Jets. But yeah, that's that's the stuff of nightmares, folks. Uh, you, you don't really love any of these defenses here. All righty, folks. Let's get to kickers and wrap this show up. Thanks so much for everyone that tuned in late here. Got some late questions, and I don't think we're going to hit the 100-question threshold like we did last week, but you guys have made some great interaction, made it much more enjoyable down the stretch here. Oh, Jason Myers does get Tampa Bay. Uh, whoever was asking about Myers, uh, Boswell Myers, yeah, Myers is in a great spot this week, uh, so I roll him. I do go Gould over any of these guys. Uh, Tucker's usually your number one option, but... New England's just that good. Like, they could hold him to one field goal, and that's about it. Joey Sly, though, beast mode, 50-yarders every day. Uh, I get that they fell behind early against San Fran, but that shouldn't happen against Tennessee. Um, I do like Prater to boot some 50-yard bombs. If he's out there in your leagues, you guys asking about kickers, uh, he's been pretty accurate and been getting tons of chances uh, from out deep there. Maher against the Giants. It's a great option this week. He's got some 60-yarders on his resume. Um, drop Fairbairn for him. Someone dropped Sly on his bye week. I snatched him. Great play, Moreno. Uh, again, he's been a beast. Zane Gonzalez, uh, most weeks I'd have him much higher than that. But, yeah, I can see why he's as low as he is in a tough, tough spot uh, facing San Fran. That could be a shutout, honestly, for that team. So I, I don't mind that as well. Your thoughts on Indy D versus Pitt, 14th ranked for me. Nothing special. Other guys I would stream there. Nice. I had to drop him when he went on by and grab him the next week. My fat boy Sly. <laughs> Fucking love that nickname. Fat boy Sly. He's jacked, Austin. I mean, have you seen his flexing pictures? Uh, I mean, maybe a little beefy, but the guy's got some biceps on him, Austin. Give, give the man some credit. I'll be working Thursday. I'll talk to you on Sunday. Enjoy your tacos. Denny Jennings, as always, enjoy your tacos, my guy. Thanks so much for tuning in. I always appreciate the support, guys. Fairban or Myers? I'll go Fairban. I mean, I'll go Myers there. Um, I, he hasn't done much, but Tampa Bay, very, very generous. <coughs> oh, boy. Uh, Fairban, though, I, I like the matchup against Jacksonville. I got a good feeling about him this week. Uh, Dan Bailey, another fair option uh, against Kansas City. He had like 19 points last week, so he could be very streamable. <laughs> Who else do we got? I'm going to bump up Matt Gay for... Uh... Bucker shouldn't be this low. Come on. I, I Especially if Mahomes is playing, which I think he's expected to. Again, I haven't heard anything. If anybody else has heard otherwise, uh, I expect Mahomes to be out there. And I expect them to boot the rock with Bucker quite often. He'd be a top four option, in my opinion. Harrison Bucker. Uh, but we'll see. Zane Gonzalez is great only because they can't score. He's been he's the NFL leading scorer right now, which is insane. Looks like a chunker in his pick, Sleeper League. Search uh, search Joey Sly and find that guy, uh, Austin Furster. I'll, I'll send you a picture later. He's just standing there flexing with the red beard. He's fucking big, dude. He's a beast. Uh, but I like calling him Fat Boy Sly. It's a great nickname. <laughs> I like that one a lot. Boswell's been solid. Lambo. I guess you could go Bagley, who's getting the job back this week. Like, you know, decent offense that boots it a fair amount. Vinatieri is getting it done. So, like, these are all guys to, to consider if you're a desperate kicker. I would cut it off there. I, much as I love Zane Gonzalez all year, against San Fran, I don't think that team's moving the ball much at all. Uh, and then you're like Sam Bicken against Miami, but come on. Uh, so there you go for kickers. Any others... 
just making sure you said Fells over Herndon. I did, uh, and I and I like Fells rest of season too, Giuseppe. So I would go him. I, if you miss out on him, I do like Herndon a lot. And I mean, has more upside for the rest of the season because he's a great athlete, and we've seen how well Ryan Griffin's using the red zone. This guy could get it done. Seabass Junior. I fucking love it. Alrighty, folks. There you have it. That's our week nine rankings rundown. Thanks so much for you guys that tuned in, especially the guys like Austin coming right from the beginning, staying for the whole show. Uh, you guys mean everything, man. That's the best. Uh, so thanks so much. We will be back uh, hopefully Thursday. If not, obviously Sunday. Uh, we are just going to be uh, having our Sunday tailgate as always. So come on down. Uh, we'll, we'll dominate that for you. Get these week nine ranks. It's half the season done. We got to get it right for you. If you're tuned into the podcast, Fantasy Fullback Dive, we pave your path to 2019 titles. RotorStreetJournal.com, where we breed and feed fantasy wolves. Uh, find us on all your social medias. Thanks so much for tuning in again, guys. Uh, and, and have a great rest of your Tuesday. Enjoy your tacos. Enjoy those venison tacos, uh, Austin. You guys are the best. Thanks so much for coming in down. See you guys. We used to have it all, but now's our curtain call. So hold for the applause. Oh, 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 oh. And wave out to the crowd and take our final bow. Oh, it's our time to go, but at least we stole the show. 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 Second down, third effort, touchdown! Oh. That's pretty awesome. That's old-fashioned football right there, folks. <laughs>